0: Let's make our confession here. Please find your way back to your seat. Thank you. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak the word in season, to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as I learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. Thank you, God. Lord, let that scripture be fulfilled in our lives today. In Jesus' name, thank you. I, uh, as we are going into the new year, we're going to be praying. And so I want to talk a little bit about prayer. Not a lot about prayer, uh, but the message is seated in prayer. But what makes prayer work? That's what I want to speak about. When you pray, believe. When you pray, believe. I believe last last week I was talking about the fact that people say this a lot. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. And prayer will change things. That's wrong. The prayer of faith. Is what changes things. Because you can pray if there is no faith. God doesn't answer. You can even cry. I've done that, believe me. I, I begged God. I begged Him really, earnestly, earnestly begged Him. But with a lot of fear and unbelief. It doesn't work. We are going to be praying. Set your mind on something You want God to do for you. Set your mind on something that's beyond you. So that when it's done, you know it's God that did it. You don't have doubts. If you hold on to something that is small that you can handle, when it's done, you still have a doubt whether it's somebody that did it or you did it. Hold on to something. Have a goal in your mind. God, I want you to do this for me. Write it down. Cry out to God in faith, believing, so that when it's done, and and, and I love the Holy Spirit, what is fulfilled, he'll remind you, even if you forget. I mean, it has happened to him before. You forget, you are going, happy, he's done. And he says, you remember, he's a very gentle voice. He said, You remember you asked God of this? Oh, yes! I asked God of it! Wow! Praise God! He answered my prayer. He will always remind you. He's very faithful to remind you. But see, I want you to, this coming year, hold on to something much bigger. Isaiah 54 makes it very clear to us. He says, Expand your territory, the place of your tent. Because you are now ready to expand. So that's what you should believe God for. It's not how you pray. What, in, what, in what language you're praying in. Even though I've done the same. When God didn't answer me in English. I went to my pigeon in English. Uh, to make sure God really hears this. Okay. I cried out to him. But, but it's not because I changed. Uh, to the, I was desperate. English didn't work, so I switched. Maybe he doesn't understand my English. There's an accent there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch to the pigeon and then they answer me. Sometimes in our desperation, that faith is directed to us and there's a little fear and God will come in and carry the pets. If you need God to really move, it's always you have to believe. As you pray, believe in God. Believe. Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God to those who believe. So, God has already made it clear. It is the power of God to those who believe. It is your believing that releases the power to act on your behalf. And to believe is just to trust that God will do what he said he will do. God will keep his promise. Don't try to believe. You know, like, I'm trying to believe, Pastor. That's not what it is. Just accept the fact that he is God. God is not a man that he should lie. If he said it, he'll do it, and so you believe that that God is not believing in you, but in God, His personality, His, his faithfulness. We sang about that. He is faithful to His word. If you believe that, stay with that. Even if you can't see it, still believe that God is, and He will fulfill what He has said. That's what it is. In in uh, Romans chapter four, verse one, He says, Abraham. Believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham wasn't righteous on his own, it was his faith in God, believing what God said that brought him righteousness. And God wasn't talking to Abraham about righteousness, he was telling talking to Abraham about having a child while he's a hundred years old. Abraham believed that, and God says, Your sins are all forgiven. Is yes, believing. When you believe God as you pray, you accept it, all of a sudden your sins vanish away. That's what this Christianity is all about. It's about believing God. That what God said and what God has done for you is true. It's just by faith. You got to believe Him. That's why our prayers are not answered. It's not like God didn't hear us. He heard you. Even when you speak curse words, He heard them. He says it in the scriptures. You will give account of every idle word that you've spoken. If God is taking account of the idle words that you spoke, how come He didn't hear you when you prayed? He heard you. The reason we don't receive the answer is we are not sure. We don't believe. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. That's how he received his faith. In in Romans chapter 10, verse 10. It says, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. It's your belief that brings you into righteousness. Not what you did, the righteousness that you received will change your life. To do what to doing what is right. But before you are righteous, before God, is through faith. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. And with your mouth, confession is made to salvation. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, He who comes to God must, must, powerful word, must believe. If you are coming to God in prayer... You must believe that God is. And that God will reward you if you seek his face. So we need to understand the principle is unbelief. I mean unbelieving. Believing in what God says. God will always want to know if there is faith. Believing. This is what Christianity is all about. Things can change just if you believe. But not much prayer. Prayer is good. Much prayer is good by the Holy Spirit. But believing that what you are asking from God, that God hears you, especially if it's God's will. If it's not going to destroy your life, if it's going to make you feel better about life, it's His will. If it's going to separate you from addiction or something evil, it's God's will. And the Bible says if you ask anything according to His will, He hears you. Hearing you is not saying, just, I heard what you said. No, it means he answered you. So we just have to believe according to the scriptures. You know the Bible tells us, call to me. God tells us, Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Call to me and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. There are a lot of things. This scripture is still true till today. If you call on God, He will show you things that you didn't know. That's not for them in that time. It's for us today. There are spiritual things. There are natural things. There are laws that are governing the earth that you may not even know anything about. There are things inside in life that God wants to show you. But He says, call to me. Cry out to me. I have things to show to you. Jesus said, I have many things to tell you, disciples, but you can't bear them now. So I'm not going to tell you. It's not your time. When it's time for you to be able to receive, then I'll tell you. And God always has things to tell us. About your life, about your job, about everything around you. About he's interested in everything concerning your life. And he has an opinion about everything Concerning your life. Amen. And you can talk to him. He'll tell you his opinion. So it's his will. Call to me and I'll show you great and mighty things that you do not know. You do not know. Uh, God was speaking to Ezekiel in, chapter, in uh, Ezekiel chapter 37. And and this is one of the things, we don't know. God, he showed him a valley of dry bones. You heard that scripture before? He showed him a valley of dry bones. And he said, uh, you see the valley of dry bones? Can these bones live again? He said, I don't know. You know, okay? I, I, I can't tell about it. I'm going to let you know, he says. Let me read that scripture. Uh, Ezekiel 37, verse 3. He says, And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, Oh Lord God, you know. You know. Again, he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Oh dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. You know, there are issues in your life today that are not good and not pleasant. They're dry, dry bones. God wants you to prophesy to them. In faith, amen? Prophesy to those things. Tell them, in the name of Jesus, this problem, you will vanish away from my life. Because I've cried out to God. Cry out to God and God will take those things. Whatever is dying in your life today, in the name of Jesus, will live again. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Whatever is dying in your life today, in the name of Jesus, God has put a curse on it and you prophesy to it. This 2019, you will, not be, you will no longer be a part of my life. You are dying away from my life and only that which is pleasant and good is coming into my life. God will make that happen in 2019 in Jesus' name. So God knows. You know, God wants to know if you believe. If you're asking something from him, he wants to know that. Because believing in him honors him. Whatever you're asking, whether it's for finances, for health, for business, whatever it is. God wants to know if you know and believe that he'll do this for you. There's a scripture here, in Matthew chapter 9, it says, When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. They were praying. Amen? That was their prayer. And listen, in their prayer, Jesus was right there. And you say, well, I wish I was like one of those guys. Hey, listen, he's seated right by you right there. You can cry out to him in prayer. They cried out. Notice in this scripture here, Jesus was walking in the street. These guys were crying after him as he walked along and he never said a word to them. You know what most people would do? Quit. They'll turn around. We've been t- yelling at him. He doesn't even say a word to us. If you don't have an, uh, if you don't have an answer yet, That's not the time to quit. He's heard you. Even if he's not speaking, he's already heard you. He heard you. They followed him in the streets. They were crying. They followed him according to the scriptures. When Jesus departed from there, Jesus was in a place. Two blind men, they followed him. And they were praying to him. Son of David means we recognize you as Messiah. We believe you are Messiah. That's what they mean. You are the Messiah and we are blind. We've got to see. And He never said a word until he went into our house. He says, when he had come into the house, the blind man came to him. In other words, he went into the house, they went after him. Amen. They went after him, looking for what they needed. They had no sin, no eye. They couldn't see. But now they want to see, and they follow Jesus. This was their opportunity. Listen, the son of David is here this morning. He's here this morning. But notice what Jesus said to them. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Whatever you are praying to God for, do you believe that God is able to do it? That's one question. If God, most of us believe that God is able to do anything, right? What we don't know is whether it is God's will to do it. Well, if God promised it in this word, then it's got to be His will. If it's in the word, He said, I came that you might have life. And have life more abundantly. So if you are blind and can't see, that's not more abundantly, right? So I know the world doesn't agree with what I'm experiencing, so I can cry out to him. If he doesn't agree with what I'm experiencing, I can cry out to God. If I'm in addiction, I know that's not his will. You're great by some kind of addiction. You can free yourself. You've done everything. It's not His will. You're going through the programs and it's not working. Cry out to Him. You can cry. It's His will. And if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And all we need to do is believe. And we don't quit. You don't stop because it didn't happen the next day. You don't stop because it didn't happen the next week. You don't stop because it's a month now. I've been crying out to God. It's not, nothing is happening. Abraham waited for 25 years. All the time God was still talking to him. And walking with him. You know, I've always believed this. If every one of you that I'm looking at, right, you have an assignment in life. Everyone's assignment is different. And that's why everybody doesn't have to be behind the pulpit. Because your assignment is different. The greater your assignment, the greater your position. Everything coming at you to stop you from getting to your dream is a clear indication God's in that dream. And if you let it go, Satan is def- defeated you. He stole stolen from you. But if you can believe God, like this man did, God wanted to know. Jesus wanted to know. Do you believe that I can do this? They said, Yes, Lord. Guess what? Did they have the faith in them all along as they walked behind him? Yes, they had. It was already there. But he wanted them to what? Voice it. He wanted them to voice it. So in your prayer, you tell God, I believe. I've asked this from you, and I believe that you heard me. When? I don't know when it's going to happen. But I know you've heard me. And I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. That's what it is. When you pray, believe that you receive. We're coming to that. Not believe later. Believe right there. Jesus said, when you pray, believe. We're coming to it. That you receive. And you shall... Receive. That's in the future. But right now, when you pray, God doesn't know day and night. We go through day and night. God is in one day. He lives outside the earth. The earth revolves, the sun over there. He's way outside of it. He doesn't have night and day. So when you pray, that's when to believe. And then you shall receive. Shall Means there's going to be some time between. We give up before that time. And if things seem like they're looking sad. We say well I guess God's not going to do that for me. And then sometimes we're looking for somebody who we think has more faith. You have faith. Because you are a believer. How many believers do we have here? Wave at me. Oh yes see a lot of faith waving at me. But you don't act on the faith, okay? (laughs) That's the problem. But believe. He wanted to know. You see, God wants to know. He wants to see. He wants to hear. Faith. Believing in what you're asking God to do in your life. And sometimes you're asking God and you're hearing a lot of voices. And the Bible says there are a lot of voices in the world. They contradict what the Word of God says. You stay with God. Even if everything is in opposition. Even if there are words from sometimes people who are close. Church people. Don't let go of the word. Keep that in your heart. Because in the fullness of time. Can you hear the word? In the fullness of time. In the fullness of time. His words will be fulfilled. His words will be fulfilled. He wants to know. God also wants to see your faith. Amen. He wants to see it. You have faith, but I can't tell if you have faith. Unless you speak, unless you act on it, then I can see it. And once there is that faith in belief, I'm using both words. Faith and belief is the same thing. The action word. Amen. Once God sees that, let me let you know, the only thing that's keeping God's promises for me is my belief. This is the master key to everything that God has for us. It's the key that to every door in the kingdom of God. He's the master key. He's believing in God. God is willing. Because Jesus came to our earth. Demonstrating that God loves us. And that everything that he has. Available to us. I was amazed when I read. When I read in, um, always amazed. In John 17. And you read Jesus speaking. He says the glory that you have given me. I've passed it on to them. Same glory that was on Jesus on me, I feel special. Amen. You may not think I feel I'm special, but that's not your business. He made me special. Amen. He, pa- Jesus, passed His glory over to me. Do you believe that? You see, you won't experience it. Until you believe it and you won't accept it until you believe and receive it, and once you believe and receive it, heavens will know that. the demons will know that angels will know that because at that instance, no split second the glory of Jesus rests upon you because he can't lie, he just cannot lie. he wants to see you know in the scripture. There were these individuals that came to Jesus. I need to go faster. Mm. It says uh, they brought a paralytic lying on the bed. Matthew chapter 9. When Jesus saw their faith, hey, I didn't know you could see faith, right? How did you see their faith? By their actions. They came in, there was a big crowd. And they couldn't get this man, their friend, four friends. It's always good to have good friends that have faith. Amen? Notice it wasn't that this guy, Jesus saw his faith. Jesus saw their faith. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be your good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. He wasn't asking for 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 forgiveness of sin, right? All he was asking for for, was for healing. But there was faith for healing. Just like in Abraham, when you believe God, your sins are gone. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. So that tells me, believing God, having faith in God is the number one thing. Before prayer. If you are going to pray without faith, please don't waste your time. You can sleep as long as you want. Don't wake up. Late early in the morning to cry without faith. You're just wasting your time. Take your rest because nothing is coming your way. But if you want to pray in faith, God is ready to answer. He says when he saw their, their faith, he said to the man who was a paralytic, Your sins are forgiven you. And at once, some of the scribes said, said within themselves, This man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your heart? For which is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on the earth. Say with me, on the earth. That's important. We are not in heaven yet. Hello. We are still on the earth. And he's giving us authority, right? If two of you shall agree, on the earth. Remember that? If you will agree concerning anything that you shall ask, standing on the earth, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. And he cannot lie. The trouble is getting two people to agree. That's the fight. Yes, I know the scripture says that, Pastor, but would you get your butt out of the way, please? So God can see and do something for us. Jesus said, which is easier to say? Meaning, it's as easy for your sins to be forgiven and for your, si- your sickness to be healed. The same word. No, no, one is not more difficult than the other. It's funny how preachers will tell you, just say these words after me. You remember that? Say these words after me and believe it in your heart, brother. Say it after me. Lord Jesus. And, and, and is a Lord Jesus. And the person is crying. And they say, brother, we know now that your name has been written in the book of life. Yes. Have you seen the book? As a pastor, how do you know that his name is written in the book of life? Oh, come, let me show you from God's word. Why don't you do the same thing with sickness? You don't see anything, but you believe that God has answered you, right? God has answered. It's the same way. Because when you believe, at that point, the man may feel nothing. But he believes. Before long, he feels the joy. he says, this this thing is real. And now he goes out, and he doesn't want to go out with his friends anymore. Oh, this thing is working. Why? Because he believed in the prayer And it's the same principle concerning everything in the kingdom of God. The only thing is the time that discourages us. If it doesn't happen immediately, you start hearing all kinds of voices. In your head and sometimes from every other individual around you. And that makes you to lose faith. But stick with God. Amen? Faith speaks. Now I'm going to come to my real message. I mean, (laughs) you know, he has commanded all of you to love me. (laughs) And you can always forgive me, okay? So please sit and forgive me, okay? (laughs) All right. You know, the Bible says Jesus spoke to a tree, right? That means what is your checkbook make, made out of? Uh, from where did you get the paper? What? What? From a tree? Well, speak to your checkbook! Amen! Tell that dense checkbook to come alive! Pastor, you are taking this thing too far, he says. I see. You are an unbelieving believer. Huh? You believe. Jesus spoke to a tree. Amen. We're making light of it. But you see, these are the principles of life. These are the principles of life. God in his love and his kindness has made these things clear to us. And listen, everyone can operate it, even children. And children are sometimes better. That's why Jesus said, if you don't come as children, children don't ask questions. Take that and they just do, say da da da, they do da da da, I mean they enjoy it. But adults is, is, say da da da, they says why? They want to know why every time. When God's telling you to do something, you don't need to know why. Just act on it. He's been here longer than you've been around. Listen to him. He knows about everything. It says in the scripture here, Mark 11 verse 12. It says, now the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves. Uh, That's dangerous for Christians. Hello. He says he went to see if perhaps he will find something on it to eat. When he came to it... He found nothing but leaves. For it was not the season of figs. For figs. In response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat from fruit from you ever again. And the disciples heard it. Notice, he spoke out clearly. Let me turn a little bit here. If you're a Christian, God wants some fruit. You have all the praise and worship stuff, Right? those are leaves your character that's fruit your character has to be to go along with the leaves that you're showing I'm a Christian live as a Christian you have to separate yourself from the world because Jesus is coming your way looking for fruit and when he doesn't find it Remember what he says, scripture actually supports scripture. He says the father is the husbandman, The one that takes care of the tree. And every branch in me that doesn't bear fruit, guess what? He cuts away. Uh, that's not my message. I just went a little bit off. But he's looking for, so he cuts him. Notice what he did. He said, let no man eat fruit from you ever. Did he tell the tree to dry up from the roots? But that's what happened. You ask God what you want, but don't tell him how to do it. Can I hear an amen? You ask God what you want. Jesus only wanted the outcome. No man is fruit from you ever. But God was the one that decided, "I'm going to dry up this tree from the roots." So you tell God what you ask him for, and let leave the rest to him. Don't tell God how to do it. You know that brother in church now, God, would you please move in his heart so he can see my need and help me. That brother is not your God. Talk to God. And God will talk to them. Jesus wanted the outcome. Amen. He wanted the outcome. No man eating fruit. So that's what happened. What was the result? He says now, verse 20, In the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. That was the result. God dried the tree from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look. The fig tree which you curse has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. So the sum of everything, the tree drying, the word Jesus spoke to it, is all about faith in God. Now I'm going to close with this. The lesson here on the workings of faith. The workings of faith. It says, for assuredly I say to you, have faith in God because I'm going to tell you the secrets of the kingdom of God. Assuredly I say to you, whoever, say the word whoever, whoever means me, whoever means you, whoever. It doesn't say whoever is a pastor or a bishop or a deacon. Whoever means whoever, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, here is the word, but believes, believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Sometimes we say things against our own lives and we believe them because we are drawing from our experience. But it's contrary to what God says. If you keep saying those things and you say, I believe this is the way it's going to be. Notice there was nothing good or bad. It says whoever says, right? So you can say it. You are going to have what you're saying because that's what you believe. And no one is going to dissuade you from that. You speak to your kids and say, you are going to become nothing in this life. You're naughty, just nothing. Guess what's going to happen? You've spoken the words. And you really believe it in your heart. And you're happy to say, I told you before. So what have you accomplished? I've been saying it all along. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, you're saying, I believed it. I believed it. That's what you got. Now you got what you believed. And what you've been saying. I believe that every Christian, after you are saved, you begin to learn how to talk again. When you are born as an American, you don't have a Nigerian accent when you're born here. Amen. Learn to speak with the accent of heaven. It's written in the book. It's written in the book. Learn to speak his words. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Every time we feel strongly and we go the other way, we oppose uh, Malachi chapter 2. It says your words, I believe chapter 3, your words are stout against me. Because I say this and you're going by what you feel and saying those things. And we bring a lot of, and then we're sure We're happy because what we thought and believed, we have it. I told you before, that's what's going to happen. But what have you achieved? What have you achieved? It says, because of what I've told you, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask. In uh, traditional King James, it says, what things soever you desire. What things so ever you desire. When you pray. Not if you pray. If you desire it. Mix mix it with prayer. Desire and prayer. Don't just desire it. Ask God of it. When you pray. He says believe that you received them. When are you to believe that you receive them? When you pray. If I call for healing and we want to pray for the sick, it's very funny. After you pray, people say, Well, uh, uh, the pain is still there. Did he talk anything about the pain? He says, Believe that you receive them and you shall in the future have them. That's the principle of the world. And that's what I want us to live by this coming year. Ask God, no matter how difficult the circumstance is. Even if it has to do with somebody else's will. You can't change their will and don't try to talk to them. God doesn't force people and God doesn't try to control people. The Holy Spirit will woo them and they'll change their mind. And see it your way if your way is right in the first place. You don't have to talk to them and preach to them. Let God do it. Ask and believe that it will be. And Jesus, who cannot lie, said, You shall have whatsoever you prayed for. You will. And he can't lie. This is the principle of faith. When you pray, at that time, believe. So what do I do if I believe? Can I pray about this? Yeah, you can still pray about it. Come the next day and say, God, you remember I asked this thing of you last night? And God, I believe that you heard me. And God, I also believe that the answer is on this way. Let me let you know this. There is a day of manifestation. Always a time of manifestation. That's what Jesus meant. You shall have. Shall means it's, in, it's not right there. It's in the future, right? You will have them. I don't have them right now, but I will. And I believe I have received. And so I'm going to receive eventually. So you stay with that. Instead of looking at the circumstances, the scripture says, why we look not to the things that are seen, because the things that are seen are temporary, but the things... That are unseen. They are eternal. We look to the unseen thing. Our prayer. Faith takes the place of the thing we are wanting God to do for us. Until we receive it. However, the Bible says, hold fast to your confession of hope without wavering. Where did God add the word wavering? Because circumstances around you will want to make you change your confession. And once you start it, and the enemies heard you say it, he can challenge God. God, you can't give to them. See, that's what they're saying. Please, let me give you understanding. I know the scripture says this. God has meanings. You can read in Job, right? And and, in the Kings also. God says, this king is been wicked. I want to destroy the king. Who's going to go and do something? And, and one spirit says, I'll go. I'll go to his prophet and put a lying spirit. How many remember that scripture? He so said, there are meetings. And so once you say it, you've opened yourself up. And God loves you still, but there's nothing to be done. Because he's not going to deny himself just to meet your needs. But when we believe him and we stay consistent, submit. Uh, no matter what, God can change that thing. No matter what, God can change that situation. If you can believe, all things are possible to the one who believes. That's what he did with the young, the man that brought the the paralytic boy. The the boy actually. The disciples tried nine of them. They couldn't cast the demon out. The father came with a lot of faith. But after watching nine pastors and bishops praying over a child. And they can't cast him out. uh, Your faith will be gone. I know what I will feel. Can there be hope? And then Jesus showed up. And the man was not too sure if Jesus can handle this. And so Jesus said bring the child to me. But instead of casting out the devil. He's asking the father. Question, how long has this been? The man said, since he was a child. He does this. And then he says, if you can do anything, help me. And Jesus says, all things are possible to what? To those who believe, no matter what. Would you stand up with me this morning? This year, we will focus on possibilities. Amen? I mean, we're not talking about secular possibilities. We are talking about biblical possibilities. All things are possible to those who believe. We'll focus on positive things that we believe God wants to do in our lives, changes in our lives. If there's something about your life, whether it's sin or whatever it is that you don't like, God is able to change and God will change this time. Amen? Would you lift up your hands to the Lord today? And give him thanks and tell him how much you love him. Tell him you love him, you love him, you love him. And he loves you dearly. Things are going to change for the better. You are not alone. Jesus is with you. Amen. You are never alone. In your plight, Jesus is with you. That's why we come to worship him. So he will bless us. And he's here today to bless you. And today, can I say in his name, you are already blessed. You are already blessed. Tell yourself, I am blessed of God. My sins are forgiven. Every single one of them. I am a child of God. I don't have to go through this. God is with me. All is well. Amen. That's what God, when you believe God, you have a smile on your face. If you're hanging your head down, I know you have made yourself your God. Uh, but you look to Him and not to yourself. Amen. Say it with me. I'm looking to Him. I'm looking to God for my solutions. You guys are not talking like you really mean it. I need some yelling today. Amen. <laughs> Oh yes. Oh yes. Let me tell you something. I cannot preach. Telling the devil, please leave me alone. He's not going to leave you alone. All he's thinking, I got it now. That's what he's thinking. But when you say kick he oh he knows something, amen. He knows something. How I many know something today? you know something today? you know if you believe your prayers are answered? And he cannot lie. It doesn't matter how bad the situation is. In 2019, it will change for the better. For the better. It will change for the better. Hope in God. That's what the scripture says. Don't look down. Why are thou cast down, O oh, my soul? Look to God. Amen. Trust in God. There is a hope for us. Amen. Let's give him a clap offering. Thank you, Jesus. Your words are true, God. 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 You cannot lie, God. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. We are the blessed of the Lord Jesus. We are the blessed of the of the Lord Jesus. We are blessed people. We are blessed people. That's what God wants. He says, you serve me with joy of heart. He says, because you are not serving me with gladness of heart, there is a curse upon you. When you believe God has answered your prayer, let me see a smile. Amen. If you live with your head hanging down, uh, I know you are an unbelieving believer. But we don't have any of them here. Amen. We have all believers today. And the Lord is with us. Thank you, Lord. Father, I want to thank you. I'm going to do this. It's so important. There are some of us here who don't have an intimate relationship with Jesus. He wants that. Give him some room in your life. Give him some room. Draw him a little closer to yourself. You're doing things your own way. That's not the way. Give him some room. And see how he can transform your life. He transformed my life. And he's still the same Jesus today. He wants to transform your life. All heads bowed please. This is very important. All heads bowed. And all eyes closed. We don't want people looking around. This is an intimate time with God. If you're here this morning and you're saying to God, I will make room for you today. I want you close out to my life. If that's you, would you put your hand up quickly and put it back down? Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. Thank you. That's wonderful. Wonderful. So beautiful. And you know, those hands are beautiful before God today as you lifted them up. They were beautiful hands. The Father will never forget. Those hands lifted up. And your life is going to change. Because as you lifted up your hands, the Holy Spirit saw that and He came to you right away to lift you and to help you. I believe in God. I believe in God. And I believe in the power of God to transform lives. And your life is going to change. Amen. Your life is going to be transformed. Pray with me, every one of us. In the name of Jesus, pray. Father God, thank you Lord Jesus, I make room for you in my life. Today, come into my life. Take over my life. Rule over my life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give him another clap of praise?